Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things. It's really good. And I want to switch stuff up for a little while. I'm going to try something new. Instead of posting full conversations that are usually a couple hours long, it's just me and my friends, my friends and I, talking because we're friends. And the fact that it's recording is just a technicality. We're hanging out. We would be saying these things anyway, but I want to press record so that they're recorded. Because in some ways, things about things, not only is it really good, for those of you out there that have a hard time with conversations, you can just watch conversations that are really good. And then you can learn how to have conversations by watching conversations, things about things. It's really good. But I want to switch it up and do short casts. So I'm going to be choosing little tidbits from conversations and posting not shorts like like 59 seconds or less, but just a, you know, a chunk of a conversation that's really good, even though the whole conversation is really good. Just chunks of it, and I'm calling them short casts. So here's one. saying yeah it's like, i'd say it on a podcast doesn't matter that it's true <laughs> yeah if it's true that's the that and that's what i'm struggling with is how much of what i'm what my comedy style has to be true mm-hmm. and i think it's the essence is, it has to be true that's jason i the essence have to be true unless i told you prior this isn't real mm-hmm. and so i said like the smoking archer joke i was like i kind of imagine a guy at the greenway being like this i told you this isn't a true story mm-hmm. i'm not going to tell you a story that i said is true unless it's true, with a twist, because I think the, the, the art of storytelling and the history of humanity involves some embellishment of mm-hmm. some kind, yeah. and, and you're still telling the truth. So that I like. Yeah, I mean, th- um, communication in- inherently is, is not um, that literal. You can't just put images directly into someone's mind. So even if you try to tell the story and uh, like stick to as close to the truth as you can remember it, they're going to hear those words and they're going to interpret them not exactly how you are saying them because the words don't mean exactly the same thing. You're going to talk about a tree that you sat under and they're going to picture the wrong type of tree. And like even if you're very specific, like like down to numbers, like it's, you're, our brains are not set up to hold the kind of information necessary to like communicate something on that level. So there's always going to be a level of embellishment, if you will. Um, yeah. I th- people could skip undergrad, grad, master's, and just PhD in that two, two sentences, or two uh, minutes. Yeah. About what communication is. That's a PhD in communication, what you just said. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, I was a communication major. And I teach in the communication department at App State, at adjunct, but like in public speaking. And even though I only teach public speaking, I've studied a lot of stuff about communication. You just mm-hmm. nailed yeah, communication. A, oh, an honorary PhD. Wow. I, I think I'll have to accept. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hello? Yeah, I'm with Jupiter right now. Who's this? Oh, communication? Uh, he gets you. He totally gets you, by the way. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Fell apart there at the end. I was no, on to something. That's I. <laughs> my favorite joke is relatively inappropriate, um, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Yeah. Uh, 
I retract what I said about it being my favorite joke because I have a lot of jokes I like. But uh, I, it's I get it. one of my favorite jokes. Uh, it's um, it's uh, hey, two thousand one just called. They want the Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Did you write that? No. Or did you I, already say that? I just okay. saw that. Somewhere, yeah, you saw. But it's very funny. That's very. It sounds like a TikTok kind of. Joke I, am, I imagine there's actually more than 20 TikToks that make that joke or something similar. Yeah, the TikTok, and this isn't about TikTok, what I'm about to say, just the the cultural reality of where we are on social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, be fast, be fast, have your joke be fast, mm-hmm. do something funny, and it's got to like four seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds, boom, that's all you got. 23 seconds if you are freaking really creative. Mm-hmm. And I like to tell stories. And so I'm like, I think that my, I, I, I think I'm the most me, back to the whole, how I, when I feel like I'm being that me, at least the, you know, at least the, uh, what's the word that's probably captures it? The ego part of me? Mm-hmm. Or like the, whatever, the good and the bad of those words can mean so many things, mm-hmm. but there's a part of me that I think actually is good and natural and not just based on some horrible trauma thing that I just like doing stuff like this. And if there's some darkness to it, fine, got it. You can just be like, well, te- you got fine, sure, you can have your win. But ultimately, I just feel happy about this. <laughs> and uh, that feels really good, dude. Like, really, really good. I haven't felt that way in a really long time. I'd venture to say it's rare in life to feel that way I don't know be interested to talk to a lot of people and see how they feel about that I think bottom line is listening you know yeah. and like you you continue to do what you're doing and you put out what you want to put out and you listen and uh, if you yeah. if you you know, I mean, like, bottom line is what it comes down to for you. You know, so, like, you got to listen in order to know how you're affecting people. And, like, you're the one who cares how you're affecting people, you know? Yeah. And there's nuance even in that. When you find out how it's affecting people, it actually kind of depends on how it is affecting and who is it effect- it's affecting. Those things actually do matter and whether I would want to pull back from doing it or continue to be fine doing it. Yeah. There are people that are upset about anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Go to a store, go to a coffee shop, go to a grocery store. Someone is upset about something. Yeah. There's a flag on the wall. Mm-hmm. There's not a flag on the wall. <laughs> someone is upset about something at some point. So I don't want to let that stop me. The whole someone's mad because you mm-hmm. cussed. Like, I heard you cussed. It's like, oh, well. If that's what you're upset about, I love you, but, like, I'm moving on Mm -hmm. from that. I'm not going to let that be something that holds me back. Like, if I just say a cuss word sometimes, it's not meant to hurt anyone. Yeah. It's just kind of to add a little bit of to the humor every once in a while. Not all the time. I don't feel like I would be that all the time. But sometimes there are words that just hit, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's funny. curse more than I... Should? No. But, like, frequently, and more than some people do. Sounds like 
I'm, I think I'm the same way. I don't think it's too much, but every once in a while, I wonder if it is, which means I'm probably on the line. <laughs> and that's fine. As long as I, I'm like, am I aware of this? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not like my kids don't hear that, except every once in a while they do, but they're not the angry ones. Yeah. Sometimes it's like quoting a funny thing in a movie. Or, or they hear a movie that we're watching, and it's mm-hmm. rated R, but it's funny, and they hear something, and they giggle, and I'm like, it's just a word. Yeah. I am not. I don't feel like, oh, God, we can't believe we let them hear this. We're just like, it's a word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the whole reason, like, kids aren't allowed to curse, or the reason I wouldn't, like, supposing I didn't allow my kids to curse, the, re- the reasoning is because they lack judgment. It's not because I have a problem with cursing. Obviously, I do it, and like yeah, I don't think that some like there's nothing that I would be comfortable with like me doing that I wouldn't be comfortable with my kid doing if they were able to have the right judgment. Um, but so kids like a, aren't, you know. Sometimes a five year old just starts blurting stuff out. Yes. Doesn't know when to use that word the right yeah. way. Yeah, and my like intention you know obviously i'm not a parent and a lot of things will change between now and then but my intention would be to be like hey so the reason i don't want you to say that word is because there's a lot of situations you can't say it in and uh it it, you just haven't experienced that many situations yet you don't know like you're experiencing a new situation like every day and you don't have time to check with me every time you want to say that word (laughs) So until you get that, like, until we get this, like, fully dialed in, let's just not say that word. You can figure it out in the future. This this makes me think that, it's something I already believe, but in a new way, that words have weight to them. Mm-hmm. They have different, words have different weight to them. It isn't a question of better or worse point, like, more positive, more negative. I don't even think of that at all. They just weigh different amounts in different ways, and there isn't, like, some sort of... They're just kind of, like... Everything has its own unique... Every word has its own unique weight of how mm-hmm. much it weighs. You won't, You don't put numbers to it. And, like, a kid dropping the F-bomb has a certain weight to it, and you mm-hmm. go... It's hilarious most of the yeah. time. <laughs> but then, like, where did he learn the word? Mm-hmm. If that's in a lighthearted way, but he hasn't learned the filter yet, that has a weight to it. Like, he'll probably be okay. Yeah. Eh, he needs to learn, but whatever. He was having fun. And then there's the whole, like, this kid knows this word because he's in a very bad situation at home. Mm-hmm. And then you go, that has a certain weight to it. Yeah. It's the same word, same seven-year-old, mm-hmm. different context. But you can't know anybody's when they use it. You don't know their situation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we tell our kids, like, most of them, or some of them we haven't told them what they mean yet. Like, some of them are too sexually specific. Mm-hmm. But but just, you know, mm-hmm. some definitions and not to use them at school. They could get in tr- they'd get in trouble at school. Mm-hmm. But at home, it's more of like, what was your intention of using it? Because if you were trying to use that word to hurt someone... The trying to hurt someone is the reason that we'd be upset. Mm-hmm. And if you tried to avoid saying shit and said poop, <laughs> but you were trying to hurt someone, mm-hmm. we still need to have a really important conversation mm-hmm. here because you were trying to hurt them. 
And then there's the whole less like heard a word on TV and just goes shit. <laughs> and they go, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's a word. As that, that's the, how, how much weight they think it has now. Mm-hmm. It's the only way they've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Words are super weird and exist in all of our brains. Not really being able to know for sure the context mm-hmm. of how you're receiving anything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There can be some level through lots of signs, both verbal and nonverbal and everything, that we go, we're at least close. Yeah. It's not like you're going, what language are you? Mm-hmm. Is that Italian? I don't yeah. understand what's happening. <laughs> there's, a, there's a link. There's like a vibe. And there's no way to really track it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, we, y- you need to generalize to a certain extent. Um, because, like, the world is so information dense, um, like, the reason we're not so specific is because we have a limited amount of time, and, like, it's, like, close enough. Clo- like, civilization was built on close enough. Like, I basically understood what you meant. And if we needed it to be more clear, we could write it down, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm thinking, you know, check in with a friend. You care about this person. You, you're not seeing them that often lately, but you, you're, you're friends with them. And you go, like, you have, like, five seconds. You walk past and you see each other. Like, oh, we got to hang. But, and we do plan on it, but it's just been a while. And you go, you doing okay? And then they go, like, eh, it's like they told if you're friends you you know what that means mm-hmm. and you probably you can and probably will have a conversation later about what he meant when he said that mm-hmm. but for now we've only got five seconds so instead of just going fine bill you you just mm-hmm. kind of go eh, because it's your friend and you mm-hmm. actually broke it down like and then you go like really good yeah and then there's people that you don't really like and then you go hey how are you and they go really good and you're like i don't like, I was sure. just, my question was fake. Your answer is fake. We both know it. Do you, do you ever have that? those moments? I have a few of those. I, what do I say? I was just thinking about this. What do I say when people ask me how I'm doing and I don't really care about them? Let me look like, through my text thread. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, I'm one of them. I say, what do I say? I'm trying to think, like, when sure. someone walks by me at <laughs> There's work. There's, like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I can't I can't think of what I say. I was, I was trying to think about this yesterday, too. Because, like, I did it this morning when people walked by me at work. Uh, I was just, like... What about... Was it, like, okay? Because... Or K? No. Not that juvenile? No, because that's not the type of thing I... Like, I would say something... Like, roughly equivalent, but significantly stupider, you know? Like, uh... Flapjacks. Like a complete, like, nonsense phrase? No. Oh. <laughs> we'll come back to it. I'll tell you. Like, well, well. Am I getting cl- colder or hotter? Neither. Like, Neither. <laughs> yeah. There's no line of best fit yet. Yeah. Like... Like a random emoji that didn't make sense, just like a like a silver trophy. 
<laughs> bronze bronze trophy would be a good one. Bronze like you come trophy. in third, bro. <laughs> you ain't the winner. Yeah. You won't be hearing from me. You're a loser. That's a joke. It's uh I I, I don't know the like Bible verse, so I can't get it quite right, but it's like and Jesus said, Come forth and receive eternal life, uh, but I came fifth and received a toaster. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Lame. Yeah. I love it. You know, Jesus owned a Honda that I didn't talk about. Okay. For I did not speak of my own accord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good. That's like, that's like religious dad jokes. Yeah. Like pastor dad jokes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Man, I've never been into that stuff. I love dad jokes. And no, I meant the religious ones. Yeah. I like puns. <laughs> you got any more? Oh, yeah. You probably have like endless. <laughs> Where are they? Oh, I lied. They are in my head. What did the um, what the monk say when I asked if I could have a seat? Uh, what? No, I'm a stay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what did the monk say at the hot dog vendor? What did the monk say at the hot dog vendor? I don't know. Make me one with everything. <laughs> <laughs> you seen the every everything all the time everywhere or whatever every, the heck yeah it is? everything everywhere all at once yeah and no i saw it it's wild i bet i would like it um it was recommended to me by an ex of mine during a bad part of that breakup and so, so you I just associate it. it yeah you associate it with that so you're like I know what it is. I'm sure it's good. I won't yeah. be watching that. Yeah. That's well, okay. Just like, Your life will be fine. It'll take some amount of time until I get around to that. There's a lot of things like that. That's, there's a lot of media I engage in that I'm like, I bet I'll like this when I finally get over this fake mental barrier I've put in front of it. Dude, you just revealed something big. You've never really shared that. Yeah. Not in that way. Yeah, it's it's definitely... A thing. I basically, I mean, I think of it as, like, it's not the right time. Like, this is something that a version of myself would really enjoy. But I'm not that version of myself right now. And so, either I take note of it, if I'm sure that I want it. But more often than not, what I do is I completely ignore it. And I'm like, this is so in my wheelhouse that it's gonna show back up on my radar when I'm when I'm actually in the mood to enjoy this. Is there in your mind like a, but I will, I will get to a place that I'll enjoy it. I just don't worry about if I, like, if I don't end up getting to, like, if it never shows back up, like, cause what I do is what I, I just let it go back into the ether and like, I know it'll show back up on my radar cause it did this time. What is it? I'm still talking about books. <laughs> cause that's what I've been doing lately is, is listening to audiobooks. Um, yeah. Dude. With your, it's like for your, the way your brain works, mm -hmm. I bet it's like to decide I'm going to re-engage with books. Audiobooks probably is its own unique way mm -hmm. of receiving it. Like, I think it's a legitimate way, but it's a different way. Yeah. Is it like turning on the fire hose and reverse into your own brain? Because your brain, you just remember like it all. So it comes and you're just like... To decide to press play is like, I have to learn 
a million more things right now in the next two hours and i'll remember them for the rest of my life it's not like that at all my okay. like my learning style is much more um like sporadic um so like i listen when i listen to audiobooks i mostly listen to fantasy um i almost exclusively listen to fiction um but it's most it's mostly fantasy um, and that's just because that's what I enjoy. I do it. I do that. I put a fantasy book on two times speed uh, in my headphones, uh, and you know, I get through like a like I, I listen to like a couple hours a day of audiobook right now because um, I do it like it, anytime I'm in the car, um, etc. I go through like different like waves. Yeah, waves of like what type of media I'm consuming. Yeah. So right now it's been audiobooks. I was doing graphic novels not that long ago. I was watching a bunch of anime not that long before that. Um, That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's just... A, a part of it is that like I um, very quickly become resistant to changing what I'm doing. Uh, oh, and so yeah. it's like, all right, I have these like shows on my radar that I want to watch, but I'm not in like i'm in audiobook mode I, mm. like, mm -hmm. I have some of that mm -hmm. but the topics are different yeah i know what you mean man the different categories in my life of things that i like mm -hmm. but i can't be focusing on this one i'm focusing on this one right now mm -hmm. but it's not because i don't have the capacity to think about two things i have the capacity to think about two different things mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you were, you were asking about, like, learning things and, like, remembering things. And that just comes from, um, you know, I was reading something. It was a piece of fiction, and it made reference to uh, Sun Wukong dancing in the Palm of Buddha, which is a parable about uh, Sun Wukong, the monkey king, um, who thought he was better than the Jade Emperor, who's, you know, like the ultimate immortal, um, and he's, he said, like, I should be where you are, and the Jade Emperor went to Buddha and was like, hey, can you tell Sun Wukong to leave me alone? Um, because Sun Wukong was, like, a, a warrior, but he didn't have the, like, uh, the patience and the wisdom necessary to be the Emperor. Um, anyway, I didn't actually need to talk too much about this particular Love parable. this, dude. But this is, like, I, I learned about that story, and now I know that story. Uh, and, like, I read about that, and um, Buddha ends that by uh, reciting um, one of the mantras, Om Mani Padme Om, which uh, I then was like... I've, I've known that, like, phrase for much of my life because I had a T-shirt that said it when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant back then. The you were born into it. <laughs> yeah. The t-shirt translated it as, um, may peace prevail on earth. A direct translation is something like the jewel lotus or the lotus jewel or the jewel in the lotus. Um, anyway, this was all to say, this is how I learned things. I saw it and I was like, that sounds interesting. And that other part of that sounds interesting. And then I remember those things. But something clicked at one moment maybe right where something occurred to you that's the thing i'm going to focus on for a while yeah i mean i i've 
Could you elaborate on your question? I don't know if I fully understand. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like inspiration may come from here or there, and all of a sudden you start making these connections. Mm -hmm. And then does something happen where you go, I'm ready to enter into the season where I'm about to go all in learning a new thing or like a new platform? Mm -hmm. Like you feel the shift. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I kind of always in like a learning kind of mode. I've been on like, like religions are something that I'm like very interested in. And so like when I noticed reference to like a Buddhist parable that I didn't know anything about, I was like, I want to know what that is. I would like to... Why did Sun Wukong... Also, like, I've been meaning to read Journey to the West, which is, like, the story of uh, the Monkey King. Um, oh, and, it's on my list. I've never yeah, read it. Yeah, and I just ha- I also haven't. And so I was like, I uh, that's something I want to know about. Yeah, and it was, like, major, alluded to in something I was reading. And so, I, like, I wanted to better understand, like, the thing that I was reading because, like... It's, it was making a, a reference that I didn't really understand. That oh, man, that happens to me so much. And then I'll go, because the way my brain works, for whatever reason, I, I feel like I'm like natural. I have the natural sense of curiosity with v- very little shame associated with not knowing something yet. Mm-hmm. So I ask without shame, and if there should be shame, hopefully I'm, I have the radar enough to not ask it in certain ways, like juvenile, rude ways. I've tried to learn vocabulary and mannerisms to ask appro- appropriately to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. But still, I just go for it. And uh, I love learning. So when I hit those words, like I go... Now I have to research something for a long time. I can't just go, who was so-and-so? And And I, like, look at the Wikipedia picture and go, oh, a guy from the 1700s. Okay, I go, sometimes it's like a burden because I can't not research it now. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons I feel so fortunate to live in the age that I live in because I get to learn so much stuff because of the Internet. Mm Mm-hmm. And some, uh, you know, try to be wise that it's not false places. That's totally a thing. But, like, when it's on, like, um, when I'm reading something about the history of the world, of, like, the Earth, and it's, it's like, on the um, National Park Service website, mm-hmm. I don't know if, for sure if it's true, but it's more reputable mm-hmm. than some dude's blog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm learning what is probably considered to be common knowledge from a scientific perspective. I'll go ahead and trust the National Park Service that they <laughs> researched it. And I learned so much, dude. For those of you listening only, you are missing out on some visuals. We are on YouTube. So go to thingsaboutthings.com slash watch. Thingsaboutthings.com slash watch. And you can watch the things that we're doing, not just listen to the things that we're saying. The things that we're doing include things like eating food, uh, things like sitting and seeing where we're sitting. It's exciting stuff. No, but for real, it there's something about 
when you're looking at someone, the, the, the expression on their face, seeing what's going on in the background, seeing what they're wearing, seeing how they're looking at each other when they're talking, these are all nuanced aspects of conversations. And, you know, experts say that uh, nonverbal communication communicates way more than verbal communication. Facial expressions, right? Body language. Their facial expressions and body language, and you don't always understand someone else's facial expressions and body language, but sometimes you do, and sometimes it helps carry ideas, possibly, potentially, even further than the words themselves. And the video exists because of patrons. So here's what I want to do. It's 2023. It's early spring of 2023. Will you help me get... Here it is. It's 2023. Will you help me get to 100 patrons by the end of this year? If you've been listening or watching for a while and you've been considering becoming a patron of the podcast, you can give $1 a month. I'd prefer $5 a month. Obviously, not just because that's more, but more specifically, it the people that have been giving $5 a month or more are the reason that I've been able to continue this podcast, to have a website, to have the gear, to have cameras, to have lights, to have microphones, to have an iPad to help with the editing and the recording and all that kind of stuff. And you can go to patreon.com slash things about things, patreon.com slash things about things. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash things about things. You can look on there and see what kind of rewards that you might get. But really, less for some of you, you might need the rewards, right? But for some of you, you're doing it just to hook a brother up. If you've been listening and watching, you want to hook a brother up, help me continue things about things. I want to get to 100 patrons by the end of 2023. And if I do that, I'm going to do something. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but by the end of the year, if I can get to 100 patrons, I'll, I'm going to do something. It might be it might be like a grow a beard out and then shave it into something funky. It might be do some podcast episodes based on what the patrons want to do. It might be something embarrassing. It might be something adventurous. It might be something wild. It might be something tame. I don't exactly know, uh, but I do want to hear from the patrons. So if you're already a patron email me jason at thingsaboutthings.com tell me what you think i should do when i reach 100 patrons or if you're going to become a patron and you know you're going to become a patron email me jason at thingsaboutthings.com if you're not going to become a patron don't email me to tell me what i should do when i get to 100 patrons right you can become a patron and then you can tell me what you want think i should do when i get 100 patrons so i i, I interview friends uh, interview people that I just think are gifted conversationalists and or are gifted in whatever craft, business, endeavor, art form, whatever it is. And it's continuing because of patrons. $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month. If you want to hook a brother up, patreon.com slash things about things. That's it for that one. Okay, I'm going to keep flowing and record one more. Some of you have caught on to this like and subscribe thing. It's real simple. You don't even have to listen or watch for real. You can just click like. You can just click subscribe. That's all you have to do. Hook a brother up, like and subscribe. You can listen and you can watch and that's to help you, 
right? We're pressing record to help you. You like and subscribe, like and subscribe to help us, right? We're going to record these wonderful conversations to hook you up. You can hook us up, like, subscribe. If you want to go further with it, because that's so easy, just like boom, boom, that's so easy. If you really want to go further with it, you can type a comment like, that's really good. And we'll be like, we know. That's why it's the subtitle of the podcast. It's really good. Or you can comment about some of the content. Keep it positive, please. And then also, like, subscribe, comment, and support the podcast for $5 a month or something like that. And even if you don't do any of those things, you can always go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. That's uh, that's uh, that's it. Didn't really resolve like it was in my mind. It was going to be like thingsaboutthings.com for more things. But I said thingsaboutthings.com for more things. And the way that I ended it like that made you think that there's something else that I was supposed to say. So then I kept talking. And that's kind of how that goes.